Welcome to our mindfulness podcast. Each week or so, we will have a different podcast, different speakers, different chants, different Dharma talks. But mindfulness practice in Buddhism helps us focus and helps us be aware. And this program will consist of many different ways of meditating. We usually begin with bowing or gasho, then we prepare to sit, and we will sit for approximately 10 minutes. And then we will either stand and walk for another five minutes to kind of get blood into our legs again and and, uh, relax our muscles. And then we'll sit for another 10 approximately. And then we will chant, which is another form of meditation. Uh, We focus on the characters and we pronounce the sounds as a group. And it's a kind of a ritual of oneness. And then after that, we'll have a short Dharma talk of about five to 10 minutes. And then we'll close with Gasho. And this also includes offering incense. We offer incense, but you could also light the incense before the service starts. And this is kind of the program uh, of how our meditation services proceed. And so we will be getting underway today uh, with our program. Thank you very much. We will now have seated meditation. Take a moment to see that your back is straight and centered with your shoulders relaxed. If you're in a chair, It's best to sit forward slightly rather than leaning on the chair back and keep your feet flat on the floor. Try keeping your eyes half open, resting the gaze gently downward without focusing on anything in particular. In the same way, be open to whatever sounds are coming into your ears, whether from inside the room or outdoors. We are not trying to isolate ourselves from the world around us, but rather feel that we're part of that world. If you like, you may count your breaths from one to ten. Inhale deeply. Let it all out. Try slowing down your rate of breathing relative to what it would be at other times. We are not trying to think about anything in particular or visualize anything. We simply watch our thoughts come and go.
Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Naman Dabutsu. Naman Dabutsu. Naman Dabutsu. You may stretch your legs and then please stand. We will now have our standing meditation session. Your upper body is in the same position as for sitting meditation. Straight head and spine, shoulders back, eyes half open, hands comfortably positioned in front. Legs should be shoulder width apart with knees slightly bent. Again, rock forward and backward and side to side to find your center. Standing meditation reminds us to take our meditation practice out into the world. Waiting in line at the store, being stuck in traffic, going through TSA security at the airport. Over time, meditation becomes a practice for the body and mind that can be recalled when needed most, in situations that may be merely annoying, perhaps frustrating, or even stressful. We will begin at the sound of the bell.
Please put your hands together in Gasho and bow. Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts. All right, this completes our standing meditation. Please return to your seats and we'll prepare for our second seated meditation. Again, uh, posture's the same. Uh, try to have a nice straight back, shoulders relaxed, um, eyes half open, half closed, uh, breathing down into your stomach using your diaphragm. Um, place your hands uh, in front of your lower abdomen and we will begin our second seated meditation at the sound of the bell.
please join me in God's show. Namandats, 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 namandats. We will now have sutra chanting. A sutra is a sacred scripture from Buddhism. These originated long ago in India and in China. The text that we chant is actually Chinese, a translation from Sanskrit originals. Is it necessary to understand the meaning of what we're chanting? Of course, not at the outset. We don't know anything about it when we first begin. But I believe that we should aim to understand what the sutra is teaching us. We should have a basic awareness of its content. These are the teachings of our Shin Buddhist tradition, after all. For that reason, we provide in the Shin Buddhist service book some pages of explanation and some English translations. What we experience by chanting, I would say, has three aspects. The first aspect is meditative, like sitting or standing or breathing. Chanting forces us to focus our attention on the present moment, and it helps to calm our minds. Second, there is a ritual aspect. We are reenacting something that's taken place countless times over the centuries. We are connecting with the many followers of our Buddhist tradition, who have chanted these same words, and we are gaining a sense of oneness with the other people who are chanting at this time, perhaps listening to this podcast. Third, there is a learning aspect. This is to gain a little bit of knowledge of what the meaning of the characters that we chant are, and we do that separately, I would say, from actual chanting. We will now chant the Junirai, the chanting text is on page 49 in our Shin Buddhist service book. Junirai means 12 verses of reverence. Keshu tenin shoku gyo Amida sen ryozoku son Oh, God, 
Please put your hands together in Gasho and bow. Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts. I would like to share a story with you today about how I've been missing a metaphor for over 20 years of Buddhist practice. Shinran Shonen, the founder of our tradition, wrote over 500 wasan. These are four-line poems written in Japanese rather than Chinese, so that they would be accessible to everyday people. Of these 500, we focus on the 353 that are in one of these three groupings. The Jodo, Pure Land Wasan, there's 118. The Koso, Pure Land Master Wasans, 119. And the Shomatsu, Dharma Ages Wasan, there are 116.
The Koso Wasan highlights the importance and contribution of each of the seven Pure Land Masters. For example, there are ten written for Nagarjuna, ten for Vasubandhu, and so on. There's also Master Tan Luan, Tao Cho, Shandao, Genshin, and Genku, or Honen. One of my favorites is in the Koso Wasan. It is Koso Wasan 19, the 19th Wasan from this group. From the above list, we can see that the Koso Wasan 19 is one that honors Vasubandhu, the second of the two Indian Pure Land Masters. Vasubandhu often describes the mind that seeks awakening as being single, focused slow, solely on the path. Shenron gives a bit more detail by describing this mind as threefold. It is sincere, joyful, and desiring birth. But in the Koso 19 Wasan, it is described as diamond-like. He writes, Shinjin is the mind that is single. The mind that is single is the diamond-like mind. The diamond-like mind is the mind aspiring for enlightenment. This mind is itself other power. Given that Amida is the Buddha of immeasurable light, where light is being used as a metaphor for wisdom, I'd associated a diamond-like mind with one that has attained light or wisdom. Diamonds reflect and refract light. They glitter and sparkle. Diamond-like is also translated as adamantine, as in Shinran's creative quotation of Shandao's use of the term the adamantine mind from a course that was taught by Dr. Michael Conway. Shinran writes, the commentary of the Contemplation Sutra states, although the ordained and lay gathered together now, each have given rise to the unsurpassed mind. It is extremely difficult to disdain birth and death and hard to enjoy the Buddha Dharma. Give rise to the adamantine aspiration, unconventionally sever and overcome the four streams. Truly taking on the adamantine mind and having corresponded in one thought moment as a result, one will attain nirvana. I had always assumed that adamantine must also connote bright and shiny wisdom. I have thought so for decades, but adamantine is where the word adamant comes from. It means to be unbreakable in your focus, unbreakable like a diamond. So the metaphor has nothing really to do with light or wisdom at all, but rather with focus and resolve. It is odd, but once you learn a new word, then you often start seeing it everywhere. Did you know that Hercules' golden mace is made of adamantine? I also discovered that the shield of my favorite comic book hero, Captain America, is also made of adamantine. It is a shield that is nearly immutable and resistant to being damaged or changed. Adamantine also appears in Dungeons and Dragons, referred to as adamantite, adamant, and adamantium. I also Googled, can a person be adamantine? and found that the answer is yes, just as Vasubandhu and Shinran had described. Here's what Google had to say. When someone is adamant, she won't budge or yield. Anything adamantine is pretty much unbreakable and invulnerable. Adamantine substances also tend to be bright and shiny like diamonds. When used figuratively, adamantine can describe someone or something that is unbreakable like the adamantine will of a marathon runner. The shininess is a clue for unbreakability and invulnerability, 
not for inquired wisdom. It is to be adamant about one's focus on the path. This is Shinjin. It is the right start to a long Buddhist journey whose destination is assured. Just like the marathon runner, who always just takes the next step, is assured of crossing the finish line. It is interesting that by misunderstanding a metaphor, I'd emphasize the finish line rather than the starting line. I have run four marathons, and the hardest part is not the finishing, it's the beginning. The first step is so much harder than the last. I think this is what Vasubandhu and Shinran are doing here. They are at the starting gate with us before we begin our journey. They are assuring us that the most important step is the first one, a step that is deliberate, focused, and unbreakable. As long as our aim is true and we do not give up, then we will surely reach our destination. Now we can exhale and enjoy the journey rather than trying to win the race. Namo Amidabutsu, Namo Amidabutsu, Namandabutsu, Namandabutsu, Namandabutsu. Today's program was presented and produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church. This program is copyright 2021 by the Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. All rights reserved.